Welcome to Flowing East and West, the perfectly imperfect journey to a fulfilled life. I'm Sherry Essig, an executive and life coach, and I work with people who are done settling for less than success and happiness. And I'm Ann Roby, an HR executive and consultant focused on building strong employee engagement and meaningful company culture. So today is a bit of a celebration. By the time this episode drops, Ann and I will have been together in San Diego, and it was there two and a half years ago that we started dreaming up this podcast. When it launched in January of this year, it was truly a leap of faith. And I mean like really, really a leap of faith because we (laughs) had no idea where it would go. Neither one of us had ever done anything like this before. And the reason today is a celebration is because this is our 20th episode. Woohoo! So Sherry, do you remember we had so many names for this thing that we're doing? We had so many different themes we considered. I distinctly remember walking down that beach in San Diego, and I think we thought we were going to call it What Is, the What Is podcast. Well, I definitely remember that because that night we sat around this outdoor fire pit (laughs) thing, drinking wine, and we started brainstorming. So what are all the different topics we could do? Like, what is, right? I think it was like, what is friendship? What is courage? What is, I don't even remember all of them, but we came up with a really long list. (laughs) And then along the way, along the journey, there were many, many, many other names. And even now, while I love the name of our podcast, whenever somebody asks me, I'm like, okay, just get ready because it's really long. But here it is, right? (laughs) But today's kind of special because today is our 20th episode. And so, you know, as we were preparing for the Sherry, we kind of thought we'd reflect on some of the things we learned, some of the themes that have shown up you know, everything that's kind of happened in in getting these 20 episodes kind of out the door. So Sherry, I thought I would just start with a question for you. What's been your biggest surprise for this experience? So something I have talked about quite a lot, not on the podcast, but just in general, is I would have never gone into this if I didn't think it would be fun, but I had no idea what a blast it would be. I will say the technology part hasn't necessarily been a blast. Oh my God, what a pain in the ass. Right? (laughs) But I really did not expect that it would be so incredibly fun. Yeah. No, I'm exactly the same. I mean, there's definitely times where, as you said, the the equipment thing has been just such a gigantic pain. And, you know, when I was still working in my corporate job, it was really hard to squeeze this in. But I agree with you. It has been probably way more fun than I anticipated. And and I, I think the other just lovely thing for me has been really getting to know our guests. And, you know, some of them I knew, some of them you knew, at least one, neither one of us knew. Right, that was our last episode was, we didn't name it the stranger (laughs) episode, but we could have. Exactly, right? But just this opportunity, even people that we knew already, to really get to know them on a deeper level and to get to see some of their life experiences and, and really understand some of these through lines of, of how sometimes even our darkest moments can lead to something that we would never, ever have imagined. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've always believed is everybody has an amazing journey, but through this podcast and these conversations we've had with so many different people doing different things, moving through the world differently, has really validated that. Like everybody's got an incredible story. Yeah. So today we're going to reflect on some of those stories, kind of recall some of our favorite moments, if you will. We'll talk about some of the through lines that our guests have shared that we find some some commonalities between our guests. 
And then Sherry, I think uh, we're going to go back to the archives and find some of those funny blooper moments that didn't make it into the episodes, but we'll, we'll let our audience hear some of those big, huge flubs that we have on a regular basis. And we will have a lot to choose from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So as we sort of dive in, what are some of the themes that have really come out for you that, that have been good learnings for you? Two of the through lines that have just been so noticeable to me is around letting go of the way you thought or you wanted things to be. Like everybody has had that as part of their story. Yeah, for sure. And I I know you have two, but I just want to jump in there because it's so important. And I think that so many of us have this idea of like, oh, if I could just do it this way. And, And I think what a lot of our guests have shown us is you have to let go of that to actually be able to get something even better than you could have imagined. Right. And that's not just our guests. That's true for you and I as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's right. Is this this process of just becoming less attached to what you thought it was going to be or what yeah. you thought it was supposed to be and 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 really embracing what is which is not at all inconsistent with this idea of we do still shape our own lives, right? And we do shape our own destinies. And so that has just been something that's come up with, I think, with all of our guests, not even so many of our guests. And the second one is, and I never am quite sure exactly how to say this, but it's this learning how to live from both head and heart or from head and soul, or I think Brene Brown calls it wholehearted living. And that's come up with everybody as well. And it's usually the bringing in of heart that has been the journey for, right, for you and I and our guests. All of us were very, very practiced at using our heads. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that sort of gets rewarded in society, right? Like you're really smart, you're really quick, you, you can move things along at work. And these are the things that kind of you know, corporate America in a lot of ways rewards. And I really think um, Layla was one of the people that really articulated this for us so beautifully is, is it's that journey from your head to your heart and really embracing both. It's not that we're at, you know, there's nobody suggested you give up your thinking powers. What I've heard from so many of our guests has been that really welcoming in of the more tender self. You know, we talked about the in both our authenticity and vulnerability episodes and how really allowing ourselves to be seen is such an important way to live our lives. And it's really our human superpower and how we connect with others. Yeah. You know, it's making me think about this quote I stumbled onto just a few days ago from the Bhagavad Gita, which is a yoga text. The quote is, it is better to live your own destiny imperfectly than to imitate somebody else's perfectly. And I think that also is very consistent with what we have heard from all of our guests. And again, in our own lives is it was in this journey to become more vulnerable and to be more authentic that you really do get to start living your own destiny. And it is always going to be imperfect. Yeah. And I mean, what that quote so beautifully summarizes is, you know, I think about my own journey and how often I was trying to play somebody else's game, right? How often I put on some sort of coat of armor because that was what I thought I needed to do, or I showed up in a way that I thought was expected or normalized in the kind of work that I was doing. And really what 
I was sort of missing out on was was me and the and those the sort of tender bits of me that I it's not even that I wouldn't let others see. I wouldn't even look at them myself, right? I wasn't even acknowledging those sort of softer pieces of me. Yeah. And again, it's it's this another theme that has shown up for everybody. It's also making me think about the episode where we talked with Mary Lynn McBride and she made the comment of a big lesson that she has learned is to I believe the way she said it is don't be a supporting actress in someone else's life. And it really speaks to this piece around fully showing up in your own life. And you can't do that without vulnerability and really being authentic. That's right. And letting yourself be seen and then being willing to see others in their kind of beautiful, messy lives as well. Right. I mean, I think that's the other thing that if I'm being really honest, there were times when I think I wasn't as kind or wasn't as accepting when people were having a rough time. I was like, let's go. We've got work to do. There's things to to accomplish. And And, you know, it just makes me think about the fact it's such a bummer your journey's been imperfect when mine has been so perfect. (laughs) I do feel really bad for you. Yin and the yang. Yin and the yang. You're perfect. Me, imperfect. (laughs) But, you know, really sort of accepting people as they are is not how we as a society are kind of set up, right? We ask people to kind of be square pegs and round holes and and to, you know, show up as somehow the way that somebody else has expected them to. And so I guess that's one of the, you know, when we go back to things that we've learned or things, you know, we didn't really ask this question, but I'll just say one of the things I'm proud of for, for the podcast is really inviting people into, to use Brene Brown's phrase, wholehearted living mm-hmm. and acceptance of others and acceptance of themselves. And if people can get that message, then I feel like this is kind of a win for us. I mean, yeah. if this is... I I agree. So here's a question for you, Anne. Mm-hmm. In what way has the podcast changed you? Hmm. You know, I think one of the ways it's changed me, you know, I've always been sort of outwardly bold and I'm definitely bold on other people's behalf all the time. Like that, nobody would <laughs> ever say, say something different about me. But I think one of the ways the podcast has really changed me is to make me a little bit more bold in terms of who I really am. And so for instance, just this week, I talked to somebody I used to work with that we're hoping to get on the podcast and, you know, hopefully he'll be on and you can hear more details then. But what I'll share with you now is that we didn't always have a very open, let me just even say it differently. We didn't at all have an open or open hearted relationship. And yet, you know, we both had these rich lives behind the scenes, which it was kind of like being a little bit hidden from each other. And so it was so beautiful to connect with him this week and invite him into this conversation. And so it's definitely made me braver in that way. And the brashness has come in as I've marched up to people that I don't even know. And I've uh, told them about the po- the podcast and I've asked for them to listen. And so it's made me a little bit more brave and bold in, in those ways as well. I would say the same thing. There's something about how deeply I believe that the conversations we're having on this podcast, the conversations you and I are having, the conversations with that we're having with our guests are so universally applicable and so important and that 
us putting this out into the world has the potential to land with somebody on a day that it's exactly what they needed to hear or gives them a little aha that might be a moment of, wow, that just felt like a little synchronistic moment or a serendipitous Mm. moment that I have absolutely no inhibitions about talking to people about the podcast. And in a way that if I were doing it about my business and I have had my business for 26 years. So I'm not at all uncomfortable with promoting my business or talking to people about my coaching practice, but I would never just like bring up out of nowhere to somebody, Hey, did you know, where's this? I'll just bring up the podcast with anybody at any time. And it has made me a lot braver as well. And I guess maybe going back to what has been a surprise is I would have never imagined doing something where I felt like it had the potential to be interesting to anyone. Yeah. No, I love that. Part of me wishes like, oh, I take, Sherry and I take all the credit for that. But the truth is, is we've been so lucky to have these amazing guests on. 100%. Yeah, that have really just shown the light on how to walk through this world, you know, kind of with open eyes. And and that's another one of the things I think I've learned is often when something really dramatic happens to us, it's a bit of an awakening. You know, we've talked about some of those things on here. Um, we've talked about my divorce. Darren, I think, talked about losing a job, right? There's some of these dramatic moments that of course will usually cause somewhat of an awakening in folks. But it's also been I think this in the subtle moments of looking for those little tiny moments of awakening or those little windows into how I can learn or grow. And I'm sure you have some examples, but one of the ones that comes to my mind is our very first guest, Donna Peak. And I remember her telling the story about she was kind of just having a shitty time about work and and, and wasn't going how she wanted it to go. And her husband just turned on some music that just made her laugh. Oh, she said it was this country Western song that was like dripping with, oh, poor me, poor me. My life is so awful. And yeah. Right. And so it is It is in both these big, huge, dramatic moments and also sometimes in these smaller moments where we get that opportunity to have like a little insight, a little window into, ah, okay, Donna with the dripping and the the silliness of the country song, right? Darren with his big, huge, dramatic, you know, unfortunately losing his job. And I remember Mike Robbins, he talked about really throwing his arm out and so having to retire from baseball at such an early age. Dramatic moment. It really made him stop and think. And then I think I shared part of the story when we had Susan on and she was talking about her work in the Enneagram and Prison Project. And when I got to go to San Quentin, there was a guy that just said just something very, to me, it was so poignant, but I know there were other people in the room that it didn't even hit them. And it doesn't mean that I had, I was far more awake. It's just in that moment, he said something and, and the exact thing he said is he was talking about the Enneagram and and what it had meant to him. And he talked about laying his masculinity aside. And that has stayed with me for the the three years since I, I heard him say that. And yet somebody else I know that was in the room doesn't even remember it happening. And so what that points out to me, Sherry, is how these opportunities, the big ones we're often aware of, but it's often these small, subtle things 
that people say or we hear or witness to that can have an impact to us if our hearts are open to them. A hundred percent. And it is always so interesting why something lands with one person and not someone else, but it doesn't really matter. I think what's really important is to move through the world or to move through your day with your antenna up and a little bit of curiosity because you never know what when one of those moments might happen. You know, I have one that happened, I was in my 20s and I worked with somebody, super, super, super nice guy. He ran technical accounting. So he was like this serious guy, like not somebody you would have ever said, oh yeah, this guy's really woo-woo. And I remember, (laughs) right? I mean, he, he, not only did he run technical accounting, but he was super, super excited about every new technical thing that came out. And there was a group of us walking to lunch one day, and I can't remember the context of the conversation, but he made the comment, every day I do something to crack the door open for a miracle to happen. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Right? And I would guess nobody else in that group even remembers it. Yeah. But here I am all these years later, and it is still like so top of mind for me. And it was a random comment, right? We weren't in the middle of some big conversation where it had like a whole lot of context. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of that story that you told, I don't know, a couple episodes back about the Marine 25 years ago or something, right? Oh, thank you for making me even younger. (laughs) (laughs) It was just six months ago. And I forget to remind me exactly what he said. Yeah. So it was when I was in public accounting and it was uh, some kind of personal development workshop. And I can't remember his exact words, but the gist of it was the only person you can change is you. Mm. And it was early in my career, it was my early 20s. And I could easily fall into thinking around if only this person would do X then, right? So it was very much of a, if only then. And when he said that, it completely rocked my world. Right. And there was, who knows, uh, you know, I don't know, however many other people in that room, maybe it had an impact on others. Maybe something else he had said impacted others, right? And so I think that this is what we're trying to say is that it's not that everything that anybody says at any time is important to always have your, as you call it, antenna up, right? Because man, we would drive ourselves crazy if we're walking around. Our heads would explode. (laughs) Right. But the fact is, is if you are willing to at least be open to the possibility, I love, I love what your friend said about the possibility, you know, leave the door open a crack for a possibility of a miracle. It's very similar to what we're saying is the possibility of just some wisdom dropping from somewhere that you had no idea that it would be happening. You know, the the guy, however many years ago, the Marine, however many years ago, your friend that was in technical accounting, the wisdom, the pieces that I've picked up along the way, which may or may not have impacted others in the same way. But the whole point to this is it can happen whenever. What I'm hoping and what I'm encouraging our listeners to do is stay open to the possibility that that wisdom can happen whenever if you're open to it. You know, this makes me think about a story that Mike Robbins told when we were having our conversation with him, when it was shortly after his baseball career had come to an end, he was floundering around a bit. He 
really had no idea what he was going to do next. And I don't remember the name of the author he reached out to, but there was somebody who had written a book he was really inspired by, and he wrote him a letter, which says how long ago this was, right? But he (laughs) he wrote him a letter, and he got a letter back from him that he may still carry it around to this day. I don't remember that part, but it really profoundly impacted him. And I think he would say it was part of what changed his life. And so what I love about that story is it really speaks to this idea of being a little brave, right? And reaching out even when you're not sure if you're going to hear anything back or speaking up even though you're not sure how it's going to go. But that story from Mike has really stuck with me of doing something he had no expectation of hearing back at all. I think he wrote him to just say how much he had been impacted by him and how much right, he appreciated And then he ended up being him. his mentor. Exactly. Up, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it was an incredible story. Well, so that speaks to being brave, to putting yourself out there, to let go. I mean, just like what you said at the beginning, really let go of how things might turn out, right? Because as it turned out, he got to work with him and he was his mentor for a while, but he had, he didn't know that when, when he reached out. And so, I mean, I think that's another piece is just sort of being willing to put yourself out there a little bit and to really stick with it. Right. We think about kind of one of Nichelle's pieces of advice to us. In fact, we, I think we even titled her episode, just keep going. Right. Because I mean, think about her story, right? Like she, she published a book and then kind of nothing after that, right? And then it was kind of this serendipitous moment when her friend said, well, you kind of like TV. Maybe you should try think about writing for TV. And some things went quickly and some things went really slowly. And she kind of did any crappy job that she could do on her path in order to get her toward her goal. And this idea of just keep going, even when there's roadblocks, even when things look like they're really hard or, or difficult. I mean, that's really stuck with me from the conversation we had with her. Yeah. So this makes me think about the many different, I'm going to say thematic paths that our guests have been on. Some have been, like Nichelle, she knew like from the time she was six years old that she wanted to be a writer, right? And so her story is so much about perseverance and resilience and staying on this path that she knew was her path. And we have another guest that, you'll be hearing from after this episode, who has a a similar story about being on a path that he knew from a very young age was going to be his path and having lots of twists and turns as well. And we've had a lot of people who talked about actually having no idea what their path was going to be and finding their path. And then we have a few people who have talked about they knew what their path was and due to circumstances far beyond their control, those paths were no longer viable. And so I think it's also really, really interesting that we still have these same themes, though, of resilience and perseverance and courage and pivotal moments in all of those scenarios. Yeah. No, I think that's so true. And what's been so beautiful from, and the, the gift that I've really received from our guests has been that on those darkest days to really, you know, each, each one of our guests, oh God, just think about Ellie, right? Like here was a 25-ish year old woman who, you know, had her whole life in front of her. And 
you know, had this tragic accident that happened and it was not a straight line to like, yippee, everything's great. I'm now a quadriplegic. But she really, really talked about that journey of accepting kind of what is and embracing it. And I mean, frankly, if anybody, I'm hoping people have been following Allie since she was on our podcast because she has even more and more and more embraced, I believe, this idea of advocacy and what she what she can personally do with her forum for other people. And so taking this horrific tragedy that happened to her, which she wouldn't wish on anybody and wishes she could change, but recognizing her life while it has not turned out the way she would have designed it has so much meaning and so much purpose to it. And it's what a huge gift she gave us with that discussion. A hundred percent. And what you just said, I think is another really, really important point that in these darkest moments, yes, wonderful things can come out. And many times we wouldn't have chosen those darkest moments That's right. at all. And so it's, I think, just such a gift to be able to hear these stories of, yes, here are the good things that have happened. And this is not what I would have chosen. Yeah. And then, and then we have somebody like Kara who she does not regret her time in the church that she was in at all. She believes that it had some, you know, fundamentally positive impacts on her. And at a certain point it wasn't serving her anymore. Right. And at a certain point she needed to make some decisions to step out on her own and find her own true and authentic voice. And so there are times when you would never wish something had happened and there are times when it's like, nope, I, you know, I, I embrace all of the steps along my path. And either way, there's not a right or wrong way to think about your past. And I think that's what our guests have really shown us. It's the opportunity to look at what this presents for me for my future and for my present and how present I am to myself and to other people. I mean, that's been in so many ways, just the beauty of, of what everybody has shared with us. Yeah, I agree. There was a moment... I don't know how long ago, it could have been 10 years ago, could have been a little bit more than that, where I had this thought pop into my head, which felt really profound, even though when you say it, it sounds so self-evident, which is whatever happens, it's part of your path because it is now on your path, right? right? So it's quite a different sentiment for me than everything that happens happens for a reason. Yes. I know some people believe that. Lots of people don't believe that. I making no judgment on either way. But what is an absolute truth is once something has happened, it is now part of your path. That's right. And there's ways to look at that, right? So the the invitation is to look at that as a building block towards whatever the future me might be. And you know, I think about little Bridget standing there with her whatever grade it was, fifth grade class or whatever, and and just feeling mortified that she tried to sing in front of them and how now singing is really her, I don't know, path to freedom in a lot of ways, right? What a beautiful story to be able to incorporate that past. I'm not ignoring what happened. I'm not, I'm not even sort of wishing it away. Even there are times when I would wish away some of my past, but rather it's part of who I am. And I actually, in her case, she even sings into it now. Mm-hmm. She really honors that little person that she was that got really scared at a certain point. This to me has been the beauty of the podcast is many through lines and all radically different stories. 
Yeah. Right. And it's a reminder, again, this is a completely self-evident statement, but it is a reminder that everybody's path and everybody's journey is unique. And I also believe we are all utterly ordinary and utterly extraordinary. I think that's absolutely true. And I, you know, I look at somebody like Susan and, you know, I, I think back to her story when she was a brand new baby coach and just learning about the Enneagram and and on a flight to go share some of her knowledge with some prisoners, I think it was in Texas. And, you know, she was scared, shaking in her boots, right? And so there was that, there was that moment of this is my journey and this is my path. And and here I am, like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I feel so passionate about this. And I really, I just honor, as you said, these paths that people have taken, it is the perfectly imperfect journey, right? And that's exactly, you know, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And I think you said it best at the beginning, Sherry, is that everybody's got a story. And I don't know about you, but I love that Instagram group called Humans of New York, where Brandon, I think is his name, he just goes around photographing people in New York and telling their stories. And again, just ordinary people, but everybody has a story. Yeah, everybody. And I think that's where the common humanity comes in, that's right? right? Is it doesn't matter how different your story is, at our core, we are all still having this experience of being human, this mm. experience of being imperfect, this experience of being on a path, and this recognition that there are times in one's life where you're lucky. There's times in one's life where you're not so lucky. There's times where things are going great. There's times where things are hard. And it's all part of the human experience. Well, it's been quite a journey for us over this past, I guess it's nine months since we, it's really two and a half years, but nine months since we released our first podcast. And on the note of things being imperfect, for our listeners, we thought we'd leave you with some of our favorite bloopers from the past nine months. Some of these are a little embarrassing. Mostly they're just silly and funny, but we really hope you enjoy them. And after the episode, please check out our brand new website, flowingeastandwest.com. We're celebrating our 20th episode with a downloadable and printable infographic with some of the words of wisdom our guests would whisper to their younger selves. All right, and off we go. Enjoy. Welcome to Flowing East and West. The per- Oh, sorry. And I'm just super, super excited, which is what I said I wasn't going to say. Back that up. Oh yeah, I can figure out how to push the button, which by the way, doesn't always happen. So you're right. So we've been hearing from some of our really great guests who have had gone, Derek's starting over. So we've been hearing from some really great guests who have talked about some of the times they have bumped into, okay, take three, and this one will be for real. You know, Darren and I have some really interesting parallel, parallel. And please join us next time for flowing east and west, the perfectly imperfect journey to a, I'm so close. (laughs) And please join us next time for flowing east and west, the perfectly imperfect journey to a, I can't say it, Sherry, you're going to have to take it. Okay. (laughs) And please join us next time for flowing east and west, the perfectly imperfect journey to a fulfilled life. (laughs) 